Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. It How is about a, that? It is a deep state of desperation right now. Now, what we do know, Donald Trump left Mar-a-Lago earlier today, went to the uh, New York City courthouse. Yep. Had a massive security around him during this time. And uh, went in there, pled not guilty, the 34 counts. Got back in his vehicle, went to his uh, his plane, and he flew home. <laughs> yeah. And, and the liberals were like, justice is served, <laughs> man. Justice is served. I know, right? He wasn't All fingerprinted, right. no mugshot. And, uh, you know, listening to all of the uh, the various pundits on this, this is not looking good for Bragg. Not good at all for Bragg. Now, we are waiting for Donald Trump to come live. He isn't coming back to Mar-a-Lago. He's supposed to be on at 8.15. Um, once he does come on, we'll probably we'll go into it for just a little bit, and then we'll come back out here. Um. And so once that happens, we'll we'll you know we'll dip over to Donald Trump for just a little bit and then come back on over here. Um and hear what he has to say because I'm I'm really interested in what he has to say because I don't think there was a gag order. Only one photograph was released from the uh the courtroom. Is that right? Did we get Rumble up? Yes. Okay, good, good. We got Rumble up. Good, 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 good. Thank you, Rumble, for joining in tonight. And my buddy Nino out there, he's uh He's what separates me from the rest of conservative hosts and personalities. We called this in my show over a year and a half ago. Good job, Nino. <laughs> we called it in November of 2020. And so you got to remember is that we got deleted after this. And so I have all my backups on Odyssey. I think that we have all of them there. So we're looking for the show. And I remember because it was either October or November of 2020. That uh, that Jay and I had that discussion and called it. So we're gonna find that. We're gonna clip it, date it, and get it out there and be like, ah, we actually called it quite a while ago. <laughs> but now this is where the fun begins. This is where this is where it all starts to unravel. Because you know, this district attorney, he came out and, and he's saying some interesting things. The, the things that he's saying, brag, brag, yeah, is. Number one, that I, I'm not going to tell you the laws that we're charging him with it with because you're not under the indictments. Um, and then he says that all of these, the felony mm -hmm. is another federal law that he broke, but we haven't released it yet. Wouldn't you mm -hmm. think that the indictment would include whatever this federal charge is? And I, I've been listening to people all day to explain what this is. And um, the problem is, is that they, the Democrats actually try to get Donald Trump for this after the election and it's basically misusing federal finance funds and no federal court would take it. And they said, no, there's just nothing here. And apparently Bragg is going to try to go after him for that. Now people are looking at these indictments you are seeing 2017 on these dates. So to give you an idea, what happened here is Michael Cohen made the payment to stormy Daniels with a non-disclosure agreement in place. Okay. These happen all the time. They're not uncommon and they're not illegal. Okay. Michael Cohen made, um, Michael Cohen then charged the Trump organization 
for those payments that he made, the one lump sum payment. Well, he charged them, okay? And they paid him in 12 installments. So this is why you see those payments going into 2017, right? Okay. Now, here's the thing, is how much did Donald Trump have liability over this? None. He never signed. He never touched anything. He never did anything. His organization did all this. Um, did he know about it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, probably I mean, came across his desk as one day. <laughs> I think we all understand that Donald Trump most likely, you know, there was something going on in between him and Stormy Daniels. Okay. Sure. I mean, he's human, right? Who knows? Yeah. So right. understanding that he, he paid her off. She was under non-disclosure agreement. And then the Democrats forced her to come out of the woods, right? This is why today a federal judge issues another $126,000 judgment against Stormy General Daniels to pay Donald Trump's legal fees. Like the day he's been <laughs> indicted for giving her the money, right? Under a non-disclosure agreement, which she was not supposed to break, he sues her for the break of the non-disclosure agreements, and now she's paying his legal fees. That's hilarious. It's just massive. Yeah. Massive. Anyway. <laughs> it's so silly. It's. I think it's, it's beyond silly. This is political corruption at its finest i mean you know we, you we saw this right. clip yesterday but i want to i want to play this clip again because it's crucially important to understand just what they're saying listen listen to joe biden again we just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by uh, if we uh, if he does run uh, making sure he uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our constitution does not become the next president again under the legitimate efforts of our constitution. You know, what's he talking about there? Do you know? He's talking about the 14th Amendment, Vince. All right. Now, there's there's various parts to the 14th Amendment. The first part, all persons born as naturalized citizens, you know, of the United States, that part. There's part three, and there's part four, and there's part five, right? So part section two, representatives shall apportionate among the several states according to their respective numbers, counting the whole number of persons in each state, excluding Indians not taxed, but when the right to vote to any election for the choice of electors for president or vice president of the United States, representative of Congress, the executive and judicial officers of the state, or the members of the legislature thereof is denied in any of the male inhabitants in such state, being 21 years of age, uh, of age citizens of the United States. So this is the age clause. Number three, no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress, an elector, a president, and vice president, or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or an officer of the United States, or as a member of any state legislator or have an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof, but Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. Okay, this is what they're trying to get him under. Because... Brad came out and said, and this is, guys, this is what you have to understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to say that these payments to Stormy Daniels was election interference in the 2016 election. Right? Mm, like They're far. trying to say that these yeah. payments to Stormy Daniels were election interference in the 2016 election. Now, who do you think came up with that idea? That sounds like something Hillary would come up with, doesn't it? <laughs> it does and then why doesn't joe biden get election interference for his son smoking crack and ruining his reputation 
I don't well, know. Well, well, how about this? What about the 51 intelligence um, intelligence agency specialist who came out and signed a letter stating that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation when the d- director of national intelligence actually came out and said it wasn't? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's election there's interference. So there's so much on the other side. And I think that's why I love that this was the first arrest. What's let the arrest begin. Everybody go in and let's see what we could put on paper. Oh, yeah. This is definitely a clown show. Uh, Mark Levine is chimed in here. After it had read the list of charges, there's a big problem. No actual crime has actually been charged. That's right. I just said there's no laws broken. If a crime is committed when the defendant acts to conceal another crime, the question is, what is the underlying crime that is being committed? He says again, there is literally no underlying crime even reference. Furthermore, President Trump has not been charged or convicted of any underlying crime. There is not crime. In fact, this is entirely unconstitutional. And that's why Bragg has thrown so much against the wall to make it look like something it is not. And so this is what we were saying, is, is Bragg didn't list any of the laws that were broken. He said in, in New York State, you don't have to do that. Okay. So he was saying in New York State, you don't actually have to list the laws. Oh, well, that, that's kind of interesting. That's a first time me hearing that. If you're charged with, uh, you know, if you're charged with something, I'm assuming that you have to be charged with a law that's broken. Kind of makes sense, doesn't it? But listen to what he says here. Let me find it real quick. And there it is. I think this is it. Let's see here. I think I think this is the one. If not, we'll play this one and the other one. And they would not conceal another crime, but the indictment does not specifically say what those crimes were. We are assuming, perhaps, that they might be election-related. I'm wondering if you can specify what laws were also broken. So let me let me say as an initial matter that the indictment doesn't specify because the law does not so require. Uh, in my remarks, I mentioned a couple of laws, which I will highlight uh, again now. Uh, the, the, the first is New York State election law, which makes it a crime uh, to conspire to remote a candidacy by unlawful means. It's a crime to remove a candidacy by unlawful means. Where, where were those charges? I never saw any part of the indictment specifying that. Okay, go on, Eldon. I further indicated a, a number of unlawful means, including more additional false statements, including statements that were planned to be made to tax authorities. So he says additional false statements. You notice he didn't say false statements made to tax authorities. He said additional. Listen to what he says here. Including statements that were planned to be made to tax authorities. Planned to be made to tax authorities. I also noted. So think about this. What is what is Elvin stating here? Listen, listen to this part again, where he's talking about statements, means, including more additional false statements, including statements that were unlawful means, including more additional false statements, including statements that were planned to be made to tax authorities. Uh, I also noted the federal. It, Trump never made the statements. He's saying, "Oh, we found evidence that he planned to make statements to the tax tax authorities." which he never did. So it's not a crime. Well, election law cap on contribution uh, limits. But what? So th- now they're going to try to say that 
somehow the $120,000 he used from campaign finance funds. He didn't. We already know this. Right? This is this is bad. Like this guy is in deep shit. He didn't list any laws. What the hell are you man, there's someone posting like a madman out there in the chat. Um so there's no laws posted of what he broke. And so Mark Levine is right. He he there's no laws posted. He didn't break any laws. And they cannot come up with a law. So what was the point of all this? Probably just the headlines. I don't know. That's exactly it. It's a dog and pony show. They wanted to show Donald Trump getting arrested. They wanted the headline. Because now they can kind of expand this into anything that they want to expand it into. Right? They needed, they needed CNN to get some ad revenue this month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's not going to last. I mean, this is, uh, like you said, it's all just smoke and mirrors. And the longevity of this is going to be a joke. Well, and they're going to they're gonna make this go on as long as they can possibly go on until it no longer serves them. Right? Because you got to remember, they, they want distractions right now. $1.8 billion more just sent to Ukraine. Um, we have... Uh, Finland joining a NATO, which Russia said, okay, you want to play that game? We're moving nukes into Belarus. Yeah. <laughs> Belarus. Um, you have China yelling and screaming at the United States about moving military bases into the Philippines. That's not a good idea. Um, you have Joe Biden having probably criminal prosecution coming against him at some point in the near future. We'll talk about that here in a little while. Um, there's even more evidence dropping against him. We have state legislation that is being pushed through each house assembly to de redefine what money is. I think there's 25 oh. right now being redefined. Um, only wow. one has been rejected by a, uh, a governor. We have uh, the, the restrict bill, which is being pushed down the mouth of Senate. Mark Warner came out and rebuttaled it in his rebuttal. Uh, basically saying that, oh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories. His rebuttal was absolute garbage and bullshit. So tonight I'm on AMP After Hours, American Media Periscope, AMP News. So you can go to um, Rumble and you can type in AMP, A-M-P, space news. And it'll come up and you guys will see AMP After Hours. You'll see my mug there. Um, and I'm going to go in-depth into the Restrict Act and show people exactly why Mark Warner was lying and what was really happening. Awesome. And what they're trying to do. So I'm going to do that tonight. Yeah. But I just love it when they put these bills out there and, you know, the capabilities they get with them are so extraordinary, but yet they come out there and say, well, that's not the intention of what we're doing with this bill. It's like, get out of here. I don't care what your intention is. What is, you know, what is possible under this is the real question. Uh, and that's a great point. It's not what your intention is now. It's what is possible outcome from it. That's exactly it. And what this actually does is it sets the foundation moving forth for social credit scores, for CBDCs, for basically nationalization of the Internet to move around 230, Section 230, and, and really take down the Internet and nationalize it. I mean, there's no other way to even look at it. Let's listen to what Jesse Waters has to say here. It gets fingerprinted. Why? Because they're terrified of him. Criminalizing Trump's always been the plan. Rush Limbaugh 
Saw it years ago. I know they desperately want Trump gone, and I, I know that they desperately want it codified that Trump cannot run again. Because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. They're terrified of Trump because his movement's a wrecking ball. In 2016, Trump destroyed two political dynasties, Bush in the primary, Clinton in the general. He told the truth about the Iraq War and the Clinton Foundation. Trump started a trade war with big tech's cash register, China. It's always been about the money. Trump wants the border secured. That stops the cheap labor that keeps big businesses' costs down. Trump fired the FBI director and then exposed the special counsel as a shaky has-been. Think about this. Trump stopped sending Ukraine weapons for a month, and he got impeached. Trump fingered the Biden family corruption in Ukraine and got impeached. Biden's CIA attache blew the whistle on the phone call. Now Trump says he'll end the war in Ukraine, and he gets indicted a week after. You don't mess around with defense contractors' money. Contractors run the country. Now, the reason Trump's such a threat is they can't control him, and the country destroys what it can't control. The last president and probably the next president could be Trump gets fingerprinted. He's well, he, well said, Jesse. Contractors run this country. Private organizations and corporations run this country. That's the truth in the matter right now. Is that he comes out and says, we're going to end uh, the Ukraine war. Boom. A week later, he's indicted. And, and here's the thing. is You got to remember how this indictment happened. The day before the indictment, what did they say, Vince? Oh, the grand jury is going to go on vacation. We're going to take a month off and we'll we'll be back. We'll be back. And the next day, all of a sudden, oh, there's 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 charges. Oh, oh, isn't isn't that interesting? Yeah, it almost looks pushed forward, forced forward. And then with how unorganized they are and just the, the smoke show that it is what it is. I mean, it seems like they just forcefully pushed it forward, regardless of um what happens next, which I think is going to really hurt them. And Trump even said so too. Well, and that's the thing is this is why it's a deep state of desperation. They had no choice. They are, they are getting exposed so much right now. They have no other choice, but to go after Trump because it's his movement. That's causing this. And and you know what they really want? You got to understand what they, people have to understand what they really want. And I'm very, very surprised There wasn't an attempt on his life today. Did you know Trump was indicted on the 42nd anniversary of the Ronald Reagan assassination? Yeah. Today was his arraignment, which is the 55th anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. Wow. Talk about symbolism. Yeah. How about that for symbolism? This is exactly what this is what they do is is they. They they orchestrate these on these specific days. Okay? You know what? Yeah. Maybe they wanted to scare him and make him run and hide. Yeah. And that was their plan. See, he's guilty. Why would he leave the country? No, and no. He said, you know, you what? know what? What? This was a symbolic warning to Trump. Yeah. They indicted him on the 42nd anniversary of the Ronald Reagan assassination attempt, and they arraigned him on the 55th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination. That was two shots. Yeah. Boom, boom heard around the world to Donald Trump's ears as if, if you run, we're going to JFK you. That's what they just told him is okay. if you become president, we're going to put a bullet in your head is what they just told Donald Trump with those two symbolic representations. 
Okay. Th that's what this means. Th this wasn't, this is a distraction. They want violence. They want riots. They want a civil war. But this yeah. message to Trump clearly was if you keep moving forward, we are going to put a bullet in your head like we did the JFK. That's what they're telling him. Very well could be. Yeah. I, you know, listen, the, the symbology is, is straightforward. It's true. Come on. They could have indicted him on any day. They could have arraigned him on any day. Why those two days? Why those two specific days? I know it's, there's no coincidences, dude. And mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think Trump's getting ready to come out here any minute, but uh, yeah, I'm watching. Uh, well, you, you keep me updated on that. So El Salvador's president. Bukale mm -hmm. came out and commented on Trump's indictment. Now, I've actually been to El Salvador. Okay? okay. Not many not many people can say that because we're not allowed to travel there. A lot of people weren't allowed to travel there for a long time. Um, when we went there, we were the first U.S. military asset to step foot in El Salvador in over 25 years. Wow. Besides clandestinely. Um, and we had a full presidential entourage into San Salvador. It was really cool. Um, and the people there are awesome, really nice, but just really, really poor. And, um, you know, he's this guy's turned El Salvador around. And he came out and he says, think what you want about former President Trump and the reasons he's been indicted. But just imagine if this happened in any other country where a government arrested the main opposition candidate. The United States' ability to democracy as foreign policy is gone. He's spot on right. Yeah, dude. The third world nation now. Yep. World in decline. Third world nation. Gosh. Okay. How yeah, are we doing? Yeah, he's walking out now. Oh, he's walking out? Mm -hmm. He just stepped out into frame. Is he like on stage? I don't see him. Oh, he's walking out. out. Oh, great. My, my, mine just went away. Well, here uh, I'll send you. A okay. It's giving me a 505 on their live. Are you on RSBN? Yes. Ooh, Rumble just crashed. No kidding. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Foxholes having issues too, dude. For oh, for those who don't believe me, I'm, I'm going to show you what I'm seeing. This is Rumble right now. <laughs> it's okay on my end for now. Wait. Oh. Yeah, I, it's coming through on my end. Okay, well, why don't you go ahead and share screen? Sure. Do you have that ability? I think I do. Yep. Just go ahead and share screen. There we go. There we go. I'm going to turn this down just a bit. Or do you want me to put it full volume while it goes up? No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> What was that? You gotta imagine millions of people around Rumble right now. Oh gosh, I know. I can't, I can't get the load. Today, no 
All right. Let's listen to. I know you guys. You guys are gonna have an echo while we talk, so I apologize. We'll shut up. Thank you very much, everybody. And we have to save our country. God bless you all. God bless you all. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. From the beginning, the Democrats spied on my campaign. Remember that? They attacked me with an onslaught of fraudulent investigations. Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Impeachment hoax number one. Impeachment hoax number two. The illegal and unconstitutional raid on Mar-a-Lago right here. They're lying to the FISA courts, the FBI and DOJ relentlessly pursuing Republicans, the unconstitutional changes to election laws by not getting approvals from state legislators, the millions of votes illegally stuffed into ballot boxes and all caught on government cameras, and just recently the FBI and DOJ in collusion with Twitter and Facebook in order not to say anything bad about the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, which exposes the Biden family as criminals and which, according to the pollsters, would have made a 17-point difference in the election result. And we needed a lot less than that, like about 16.9. It would have been in our favor, not my favor, our favor, because our country is going to hell. And we remember the 51 intelligence agents who said Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. It didn't exist. It was Russian disinformation. Remember that? And that was all confirmed strongly by the FBI when they all knew that it wasn't Russian disinformation. And so much more. Our elections were like those of a third world country. And now this massive election interference at a scale never seen before in our country, beginning with the radical left, George Soros-backed prosecutor Alvin Bragg of New York, who campaigned on the fact that he would get President Trump. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. This is a guy campaigning. He wanted to get President Trump at any cost, and this before he knew anything about me, didn't know a thing about me. He was campaigning. As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats, say there is no crime and that it should never have been brought. Never have been brought. Everybody. Even people that Aren't big fans have said it. They said this is not the right thing to do. 
It's an insult to our country as the world is already laughing at us for so many other reasons, like our open borders, our incompetent withdrawal from Afghanistan, where we left behind American citizens, $85 billion worth of the best military equipment in the world, lost 13 magnificent young lives and far too many to mention that are so badly hurt with the loss of arms and legs and facial obliteration. The most embarrassing time in our country's history, in my opinion. Then our give up on energy independence and even energy dominance. We're going to be dominant within six months, more than any other nation times two. We had this all just three years ago, our raging Crime statistics, if you look in Democrat-run cities, numbers the likes of which we have never seen before, the open threats by various countries of the use of nuclear weapons, something never mentioned or discussed by outside nations during the Trump administration and which could very well lead under the Biden administration's leadership to an all-out nuclear world war three can happen. We're not very far away from it, believe it or not. An economy that has been crippled by the biggest inflation we have seen in more than 60 years, and a military that I used to defeat ISIS in four weeks. They said it would take four years, four weeks, to kill al-Baghdadi and Soleimani, that has now gone woke at the top levels by trying to indoctrinate everyone down to the lowest-ranking patriot. But now they have really stepped up their efforts by indicting the 45th president of the United States who received <laughs> 75 million votes, which is more than any sitting president in the history of our country. And in the wings, they've got a local racist Democrat district attorney in Atlanta who is doing everything in her power to indict me over an absolutely perfect phone call, even more perfect than the one I made with the president of Ukraine. Remember, I kept saying, that's a perfect call. This one was more perfect. <laughs> Nobody said, sir, you shouldn't say that. Many people on the phone or hung up in disgust because of something I inappropriately said, because nothing was said wrong. In fact, at the end of the call, we agreed to continue our conversation about election fraud, and election fraud specifically in Georgia at a later time. Many people on the phone, including lots of lawyers, nobody found anything wrong with that perfect call until a book promotion tour Many months later, all of a sudden, they say, you know, I remember Trump making a call. Let's look at that. This fake case was brought only to interfere with the upcoming 2024 election, and it should be dropped immediately. Immediately. <laughs> then you have a radical left lunatic known as a bomb thrower who is harassing hundreds of my people day after day over the boxes hoax. You know, the boxes hoax, as we call it. Just so everyone knows, I come under what's known as the Presidential Records Act, 
which was designed and approved by Congress long ago just for this reason. Under the act, I'm supposed to negotiate with NARA, the National Archives and Records Administration, which as of this date is a radical left troublemaking organization that red flags the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights as dangerous and triggering. Can you imagine? This is what we have to deal with. But there is no criminality under the Presidential Records Act. That is not what it's all about. We were negotiating in very good faith, proper way, in order to return some or all of the documents that I openly and in very plain sight brought with me to Mar-a-Lago from our beautiful White House, just as virtually every other president has done in the past. When FBI and DOJ officials with NARA were here, I told my lawyer to show them the very secure storage room in which they were locked. The FBI's sole request in writing was, could you please put another lock on the door? We immediately complied. It's a lot different than the Biden situation, isn't it? The next thing I know, we were raided by many gun-toting FBI agents who took whatever they wanted, including my passports and medical records. Everybody was in shock. Nobody had ever heard of such a raid before. We can't even believe it. Who would think that that could happen today? I immediately thought of the Fourth Amendment that protects against unreasonable search and seizure. But they did it anyway because our justice system has become lawless. They're using it now in addition to everything else, to win elections. Apparently, they're not looking at me through the view of the non-criminal Presidential Records Act. They came up with a new one. This is a new one. And they're looking at me through the Espionage Act. Think of that. How does that sound? Of 1917, where the penalty is death even though that has absolutely nothing to do with openly taking boxes of documents and mostly clothing and other things to my home, which President Obama has done, the Bushes have done, Jimmy Carter's done, Ronald Reagan has done. Everybody's done. In fact, Hillary Clinton got rid of 33,000 emails, and that was okay. But nobody's done it like Joe Biden. This lunatic special prosecutor named Jack Smith, I wonder what it was prior to a change. <laughs> Who others of his ilk say he is even worse than they are, is only looking at Trump, yet Joe Biden took massive amounts more documents, even removed many boxes to Chinatown. You believe that? Just got $10 million from China. Where did that come from? I guess they were banking on Hunter's expertise <laughs> and had others stored in unsecured offices in Pennsylvania and strewn all over his garage floor where his now very famous Corvette is also stored. All over the floor, including classified documents. But that's okay. Perhaps most importantly, he has 1,850 boxes in Delaware which he is refusing to give up. 
But isn't that real obstruction? That's obstruction. As president, I have the right to declassify documents, and the process is automatic if I take them with me. It's automatic, declassify. Biden was vice president. He had absolutely no right to declassify as vice president. He doesn't come under the non-criminal Presidential Records Act. He comes under the very criminal Federal Records Act, unfortunately for him, but it's not going to matter because they don't follow the law, which has very severe penalties. He had classified documents that he took while he was a senator, which is absolutely inexcusable. And other senators, including Democrats, are outraged. But he's not being harassed and hounded like the people who work for me are. In fact, they seem to have forgotten about his documents entirely. So many, thousands and thousands, okay with him. They like to say that I'm obstructing, which I'm not, because I was working with NARA very nicely until the raid on my home. But Biden is obstructing by making it impossible to get the 1,850 boxes or explain why many documents were located in Chinatown. Can't explain it. Why were they in Chinatown? I don't know. Lastly, I'm under investigation. This time a civil investigation by another racist in reverse who also campaigned on, I will get Trump. I will get him. This was her campaign. Never ran for office. I will get him. Her name is Letitia James. And she proclaimed while campaigning, quote, I look forward to going into the office of the Attorney General every single day, suing him, and then going home. Before she knew me. She announced, what is fueling my soul right now is Trump and that she had her eyes on Trump Tower. Those eyes are focused on Trump Tower. Didn't know the young lady. She even assured her supporters in an election promise that we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. He's going to know my name personally. Yeah. And then she claimed that I was an illegitimate president. Thank you. Think of that. With all, with all we did, with all we did on energy, with all we did on the military, on taxes, biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history, right to try people able to get drugs now that aren't approved. Hopefully you don't have that problem. Letitia James vowed to use every area of the law to, quote, investigate President Trump and his business transactions. Those transactions are going to be investigated, she said. And that of her family and his family, because we're going after his family and we're going after them hard. This is all before entering office and all before knowing anything at all about me. But she's going to get me. This is why, along with unrelenting crime, so many people and companies are leaving New York. She said that I falsified my financial statements, but in fact, we're proving and will prove that my financial statements were substantially more than we submitted, not less. 
and in all cases have a strong disclaimer clause in them which tells the institutions that may look at that if they want to not to rely on the statement but they've got a problem with their case because number one i'm very underleveraged. they can't believe it all the stuff they read and gave and have very little debt relative to the value of assets and importantly not one bank has lost even one dollar she was investigating me to save banks they have very good lawyers but they didn't lose a dollar with us during this period of time in fact the banks we're talking about made almost 200 million dollars off donald trump and they liked me very much we never missed a payment never got a default notice had a great relationship with all of them i don't need banks we have a lot of cash i built a great business with my family built a fantastic business I have a son here who's done a great job, and I have another son here who's done a great job. <laughs> and Ivanka and Baron will be great someday. He's tall. He is tall, and he's smart. But I have a great family, and they've done a fantastic job, and we appreciate it very much. They've gone through hell. So she's suing me over banks that weren't defrauded when she should be focused on violent crime that's driving people out of the state. This is a persecution, not an investigation. She's put our family through hell. It's cost hundreds of millions of dollars to defend. But our heads are held very, very high. They want to settle the case, but I want no part of that. So here we are now. It's where we were today. In a city that was so great just four or five years ago. But now we're there. Spend time there today as you possibly read. With a local failed district attorney charging a former president of the United States for the first time in history on a basis that every single pundit and legal analyst said there is no case there's no case they kept saying there's no case <laughs> virtually everyone but it's far worse than that because he knew there was no case that's why last week he delayed for a month and then immediately took that back and through this ridiculous indictment together came out today everybody said this is not really an indictment there's nothing here my lawyers came to me and they said there's nothing here they're not even saying what you did the criminal is the district attorney because he illegally leaked massive amounts of grand jury information for which he should be prosecuted or at a minimum he should resign and Alvin Bragg's wife confirmed a report that claimed her husband has Trump nailed on felonies. She has since locked down her Twitter account. His chief prosecutor, who represented the Democrats and crooked Hillary Clinton in 
a firm run by Chuck Schumer's brother, Robert. He quit the firm in order to go to work in the DA office in order to get Trump. Can you imagine that? Hillary Clinton's lawyer, Democrat lawyer, Democrat firm. Ultimately, he quit as chief prosecutor because Bragg didn't think he had a case. Think of that same guy that brought this ridiculous thing today. Yet during his investigation, this prosecutor named Mark Pomerantz wrote and published a book saying all sorts of privileged things and has been very strongly rep rec really uh, reprimanded. He was reprimanded so strongly. I've never seen anything like it. That's probably the end of it. But what he did was probably very illegal. But he was very, very strongly reprimanded. Even District Attorney Bragg was furious with him. They were having a tremendous fight in the office because of it. But hope is never lost because various prosecutors in the DA's office also quit because they thought President Trump was being treated very unfairly. How about that? Isn't that great? Oh, I love them. I'd like to meet them. I'd like to meet them. The DA's office even had a web page. Meet the team of executives who have done this to President Trump. That was the title. Isn't that nice? They immediately had to take it down. Meanwhile, overall, crime in New York was up 30% last year, much more than that the year before, with felony assaults, robberies, and burglaries all up by massive, massive numbers. Not the same place that I know, not the same place that you know. And this is where we are right now. I have a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family whose daughter worked for Kamala Harris and now receives money from the Biden-Harris campaign, and a lot of it. We recently had another trial, and the same judge told the fine man who worked for me for many, many years that if you admit your guilt, you will be in jail for 90 days. But if you don't, if we go through a trial and you're found guilty, you're going away for 10 years and maybe longer, which for a 75-year-old man with a great family really means life. What the prosecutors and judge did to that man, I will never forget, because it's right out of the old Soviet Union. That's where we are. They said, you say anything about Trump, meaning that's bad, and you won't even have to serve the 90 days. You'll walk free. And they say that to many of my employees. We have this Jack Smith lunatic threatening people every single day through his representatives. They're threatening jail terms. But talk about Trump and you'll go free. This is where we are as a nation. Who would have thought? They can't beat us at the ballot box, so they try and beat us through the law. That's the country in which we live, however, right now. The USA is a mess. Our economy is crashing. Inflation is out of control. Russia has joined with China. Can you believe that? Saudi Arabia has joined with Iran. China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea have formed together as a menacing and destructive coalition would have never happened if I were your president. Would never have happened. Nor would Russia attacking Ukraine have happened. All of those lives would be saved. All of those beautiful cities would be standing. 
Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. There will be no defeat like that. That will take us away from being even a great power. If you took the five worst presidents in the history of the United States and added them up, they would not have done near the destruction to our country as Joe Biden and the Biden administration have done. Incredibly, we are now a failing nation. We are a nation in decline. And now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement. We can't let that happen. With all of this being said, and with a very dark cloud over our beloved country, I have no doubt, nevertheless, that we will make America great again. Thank you very much. God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Well, well there you have it. There's the speech. And, um, well, you learn, you learn a little bit more information on this, too, right? Is they literally have nothing. And then, uh, you know, Jack Smith, I don't know what that guy's uh, former name was. I think he's actually Russian or he's Ukrainian. I believe he's Ukrainian. I was going to look into that. I wrote that down. I wanted to figure more out about yeah. what's going on there. I'm pretty sure he's Ukrainian or something of that nature. He's he's the one that uh, brokered the Kosovo. Um, um, what is it? The, he was a lawyer prosecuting the Kosovo genocide. That's what it was. Oh, interesting. And speaking about, well, genocide, let, let's just go right into suicide. I mean, let's talk about suicide of Bud Light for a minute. <laughs> okay. Real man of genius. Here's a <laughs> kid rock. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. <laughs> awesome, dude. Were yeah, those yeah. incendiary rounds? That was cool. I don't know, but you know what? Good on him, man. <laughs> Good on him. And here's the thing. Is it's not hurting them now because they came out today and they're like, oh, we're we support, you know, do do Dylan Mulvaney and we're gonna be fine. And yeah. Wait till what? Wait till you see your profits next month. Coors, Coors is like, Coors had to be like a week away from launching their campaign. They're probably like, let's <laughs> let's wait till uh till Budweiser launches their campaign and just see what happens, okay? Then everybody's yeah, pulling out Coors Light, Coors Light, and buying it. Like, oh my, oh my god, don't release that campaign. Don't do anything. Just just don't say anything. <laughs> By the way, does everybody know who owns Coors Light? Who? This would be. John Hickenlooper's family. And that's former governor of Colorado Hickenlooper and wow. Senator, current Democrat Senator John Hickenlooper. 
I did not know that. Wow. So they're all going out there and buying Coors Light. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> F you, Bud Light. We're going to go buy Coors Light. Dude, Coors Light is owned by a, a lefty radical Democrat. But anyway. That's a, who would have thought? I did not know that, man. Wow. No. I'm from there. Well, I'm, I lived there for long enough. Let's listen. Let's listen to one more. How about that? One more. We'll do one more. Okay. Bud Light story hour. All right. So there's a lot of people talking about the new trans spokesperson for Bud Light beer, Dylan Mulvaney. Apparently to celebrate Dylan's 365th day as a woman, they've put Dylan's face on the can. Yeah. You know, Dylan, the woman. Yeah. Personally, I think it'd be more appropriate to put David's face on some Pennzoil transmission fluid. Get it? What the hell? Hey, Bud Light, my mom's been a woman for 23,725 days. You didn't put her face on a can. Rosa Parks ain't on a can. Mother Teresa ain't on a can. Joan of Arc ain't on a can. Mother Mary ain't on a can. And she gave birth to Jesus. Anyway, if you're one of the people boycotting Bud Light for partnering with Dylan, I'd like to congratulate you on joining the rest of the world who's been boycotting Bud Light ever since we discovered it's literally the most disgusting tasting beer known to man. But seriously. If you're one of the folks who's mad that the official spokesperson for Bud Light is now a trans person, take a look in the mirror. You're drinking light beer. You're halfway there yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> you know, it, it's, it's great to have people like Tom McDonald and Kid Rock. You know, it's those old school musicians and stuff like that that absolutely just dominate and, and tell it how it is. So yeah. glad to have them around. Uh, for those who didn't see, and I got to throw this out there, gold is up over 2%, silver's up over 4.3% today, silver's up over $25 an ounce. Yes. If you have not phenomenal. called Dr. Kirk Elliott, <laughs> telling you, it, and this is like, these are small little moves. It's only going to get bigger, guys. I'm telling you, right there, get gold today. Check it out. Listen. As the dollar declines in purchasing value, as it declines, gold and silver will go up. I see precious metals, gold, silver, trending every day on Twitter. You have to understand that these are prime protections against your assets, against appreciating assets. So if you have an IRA, you want to purchase an IRA, you have a 401k, you don't know what to do with it, you have cash, whatever it might be. GetGoldToday.com, Dr. Kirk Elliott. Uh, we talked about it a lot today. And, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out there. And I don't say this on this this podcast often, okay? I know how people feel about cryptocurrency. Buy some freaking Bitcoin. Go on the crypto.com, buy Bitcoin, go on to Coinbase, buy Bitcoin, and then transfer it to a hybrid or an off-chain wallet. And just hold on to it for 10 years, okay? Because Everybody in my crypto mastermind knows this. I don't talk lightly about this. Bitcoin will be $100,000 in the next five years. It'll be $1 million in the next 10 years. I guarantee that. Is it going to go back down to like 15000 Probably. But in 10 years, that thing will be a $1 million. And so you better start buying your Satoshis now because they're cheap in comparison to what that price is going to be. Um. Yeah, this was interesting. Complete overload on the new hotline for damages from the COVID vaccine on the first day in Bavaria, Germany. Did you hear about this? Oh, yeah, dude. Isn't that something? The new hotline for corona vaccination damage in Bavaria was apparently completely overloaded at the start. The Bavarian State Office of Health and Food Safety 
was only able to process a third of the calls on Monday as a spokesman for the Bavarian Ministry of Health told the Augsburger Alamein. So not a good sign. And if every country did that, guess what would happen? <laughs> there would be problems, right? Oh, my goodness. So China, we're in the midst of a genocide, guys. We're in the midst of a genocide. We have potential World War III. We have global economic collapse. You need to protect your assets. You need to protect yourself, and you need to protect your ass. That also means going out there, what is it, gold and silver and brass to protect your ass. That's what you really need to do, okay? China warned on Tuesday that Washington was endangering a regional peace in a new deal with the Philippines that will see four additional bases be used by U.S. troops, including one near the disputed South China Sea and another not far from Taiwan. This is just the United States encroaching on territories that uh, instigate war. They, they get to remember, they want war. They need war. They need this to happen so that the Great Reset can be fully encapsulated, okay? That if we look back in future past resets, economic collapse, depression, world war, that's how this goes. The depression is nothing more than a transference of assets from the from the middle class and the poor to the wealthy, to the ultra wealthy. And we're about to see exactly that. That's where this world is headed towards. The CDC. You ready for this one? Like, just wait. There's more. Yeah, it never stops. The stop. CDC is warning about a deadly Mar Marburg virus outbreak that's occurring in Africa and saying that this potentially can spread to the United States. Oh, no. Here Gosh. comes Marburg. And, and I told you guys, let's say that like Marburg's comes here to the United States and starts breaking out. Yeah. And you have like five acres of land in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Just go. Just, just get out of Dodge. Take everybody. Take a year off. Go live on your land. Wait for it all the Passover and then come back to society. Man. <laughs> I wish I could, right? I know. I'm like, yeah. So, Representative James Comer, I now have access to the Biden family's suspicious activity reports. These are the uh, the SARS from the U.S. Treasury. He has also subpoenaed the Biden family banned records. And Biden family associates connected with the schemes are talking to the GOP Oversight Committee. It doesn't look good for POTUS. And I guarantee you that this is going to bring about articles of impeachment at some wow. in the new, near future against Joe Biden. I wanted to go ahead and uh, give a shout out to everybody. Uh, Grismo7, thank you so much for the donation on the live four lemons there. Uh, another five lemons. Thank you so much, Grismo7. Dean the Bean, 911, one diamond. Thank you so much, Dean the Bean. Enlightened Science, four lemons. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science. Yay. Three lemons. Thank you so much. Yay. Um, Sonia, Sonia, thank you so much. A sub, a sub supporter on Rumble. Rumble, you now have the ability to go out there and support this channel for $5. I believe it's a month. Um, and she says, I stand with Trump and the red pill family without the show and all the red pill peeps. I would be in such a straight jacket by now. Thank you so much showing in you guys. You, you do know socialredpill.com. You can join that and uh socialredpill.com. It's free to join Thursday night is our after dark Q and A's now. Um, and that's Thursday night at, uh, what? 9 30 PM Eastern standard time, but there's a zoom every night. And this is where a lot of people go after the show. You just go to the events tab you click on social red pill zoom. This is where a lot of people go. They just kind of alleviate it all, get it all off their chest and talk and communicate. So thank you so much, Sonia, for becoming a supporter. Much appreciated there. RPG 3573 donated two ice cream. Thank you so much. RPG Bayonet. 
five lemons. Thank you so much, Bayonet, Grandma Five Revolt, three lemons, and Cat24, one lemon. Thank you so much, Grandma and Cat. Derived, one ice cream, Upstate Work, one diamond. Thank you so much, Derived and Upstate Work. And then Uptown 369, nine lemons. Thank you so much, guys. Much appreciated for all the donations and, and for you guys helping support everything that we do here with the Red Pill Project. Uh, we didn't have much for you tonight. There wasn't much news other than Donald Trump and just a few coincidences that occurred. But we'll be back with you tomorrow night with more Red Pill Project Daily Dose. Now, if you guys want to watch tonight, if you guys go to Rumble and the chant, if you type in in the... If you type in in the search bar, AMP News, you type in the search bar, AMP News, okay, AMP Space News, right here, AMP After Hours Live, you click on that, right here, AMP After Hours Live, this is with me, this is uh, starts in uh, 28 minutes, okay, so that starts in 28 minutes, we're going to be talking Trump arrest, we're going to be talking the Restrict Act, all this good stuff, um, and if you guys are there in the chat, I'm going to bring in chats so we can talk and communicate. And uh, who knows what we're going to talk about out there. I got an hour of the time and we'll see how long it goes. But I'm going to definitely talk about the Restrict Act because I think this is really important. I might actually go over the um, a little bit of history, a little bit of history. But we'll see what happens. But cool. other than that, guys, much love, respect. God bless you guys. I hope you guys have a great evening. We're going to see you guys again tomorrow night in another episode of the Red Bull Project Daily Dose. And God bless Donald Trump, man. That man is taking the slings and arrows. What a, an American hero he's going to turn out to be. And he's definitely going to get out of this. And he's, they, they just sealed the deal. You know, I saw yeah. one, one clip and it said the, uh, a massive campaign, a uh, Trump campaign um, rally is going on in New York City. And it's being hosted by the Democrats. And, and that's <laughs> the truth. Because he's, he's pulling in so much money right now yeah. because of all this. So. All right, guys. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. Have a great night. See you tomorrow. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. <laughs> I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.